Port Leeds tastes good like a beer should. You said it. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. <laughs> Try a frosty cold glass of Bavarian right away. What's that you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. No matter how you take your hooch, we've got something ice cold and on tap. Now, serving it to you straight and unfiltered, here are Craig, Scott, and Dan. Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. We are the Unfiltered Gentlemen, and most importantly, thanks for drinking along. I am Greg. Over there is the thoughtful artist, Scott. Why, Yes. And hanging ten is Surfer Man Dan. Cowabunga! Radical <laughs> Reaganomics. What's going on, guys? Nice. Got you here, blonde and everything. Damn. Yeah. That's tubular, bro. Tubular. <laughs> tubular. Far out. Yeah. Let's go get some pizza and beat up Shredder. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Very eighties. Uh, thank you all for for joining us. Uh, big shout out to Washington, Virginia. Whoa. Whoa. Washington, Virginia, our top listening city. Not to be confused with like Washington D.C., which is, you know, on the border of Virginia. Washington, oh, Virginia, wow. top listening city of last week. Thanks for hanging out with us and cracking nice. a beer or two. And our burp of the week is retirement. We'll get to Hello. that in sports. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's one thing Scott will never be able to do: retire. Oh <laughs> Actually, I'm going to retire from retirement since I was forced to retire from the other place I worked at. Uh huh. I'm just one thing after another. I'm so oh, fucking geez. tired from all that. I want to retire from retirement. He's tired of retiring. Oh, my God. Uh, don't forget to hashtag show us your beers when you're on the socials. Rate and subscribe on whatever podcast app it is that you use. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. We're on there. Give us a nice little uh, rating and review while you're there. Uh, we have a lot to get to tonight. We've all got the beers we've brought to talk and drink about. Got some really cool news to share. Uh, Allie's back with a new beer review. Oh, good. And finally, somebody make us look smart over yeah, here. Yeah, no kidding. Some sports news. There are plans to bring back some sports leagues, finally. And of About course, time. We'll, yeah, I know. Been, been waiting for this one. And uh, we'll wrap things off with a little, little bit of booze news. Uh, I'm getting pretty thirsty over here, so let's just uh, break things off with what I'm drinking. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend. And I'll say, I think I'll have myself a beer. Having myself a beer indeed. This comes by way of 450 North Brewing Company. It's a triple New England IPA. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's fancy. Called, right? <laughs> it's called Masquerade. Oh, it man. is 10.3%. Oh, that's a man's drink. <laughs> and has an untapped, Mr. Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> and it has an untapped review, uh, excuse me, score of 3.94. The ever so long description of Masquerade is a triple dry hopped, triple IPA hopped with Galaxy. Vic Secret and Citra. Citra, nice and simple. This came to me from uh, my friend on the gram, IPA.girl, aka Christy. So thank you, Christy, for sending this my way. Can you guys see how thick this bad boy is? It's like an orange juice from here, man. Big Mm -hmm. time. It's like a healthy glass of OJ. Yeah, with all the pulp in it, too. You know what? It's a little reflection. There is no pulp. It's thick, but there's no chunks. That's what I like to see. I hate when I get those chunks. Yeah, exactly. I hate when I get those chunky IPAs from the East Coast. Don't want to do that. Mm -mm. This one has smells of oranges and citrus on the nose. It's a light nose, especially for how big it is. And it is so well balanced that this 10.3 doesn't even come close to coming through. It is Mucho Dangeroso, as I said a few weeks ago. That's my... <laughs> I'm bilingual, can't you tell? Um, you are by yes. Exactly. It is so good. You get some citrus fruits, a little bit of tropical. It ends pretty dank. Mm. 
with all its goody thickness. Uh, I like to hear that because, you know, just looking at it, it looks like it would be kind of like a fruity kind of flavor or something like that. But like right. to hear that there's some dank at the end. Wow. Like mm-hmm. that, that would have caught me off guard just looking at it. <laughs> Finishes nice and danky dank. Mm-hmm. Very well rounded. Uh, 450 North Brewing, if you haven't heard from them, are out of Indiana. If you can get your hands on them, they're worth a try. This is my first. They've been blowing up the gram over the last year or so, and uh, I'm very glad to finally be able to try some 450 North. Once again, Ooh. this is called Masquerade. So thanks to Christy for hooking this up. I'm going to be sipping on this bad boy all night, and uh, I imagine by the time we get to sports talk, I'll be slurring pretty bad. 10.3. <laughs> yeah. Woo, that's yeah. some strong OJ. It, <laughs> it is <laughs> some strong, tasty adult OJ. So... Uh, that's that. Let's before we get into more beers and some sports, let's uh, start things off with a little crotch talk. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. It is indeed. Uh, shout out to everybody that joined us on the Zoom happy hour hanging over the weekend. Uh, Dan and I were there. Allie was there. Wendy was there. Uh, Pablo showed up. Jason showed up. It was a nice little uh, hang. Of course, the wife was there as well. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little hang on Zoom. We all had a couple of beers and talked and shot the shit a little bit, and it was that's fun. Right. And, I had some requests afterwards that uh, we set this up again. So uh, if you guys want to join us on a future happy hour Zoom hangout, I don't know what to call these things, let us know. We'll we'll set one up again. And uh, it was pretty good. Dan was live from the forest. I was. Yeah, I woke up at a <laughs> Jellystone Park. Yeah. <laughs> he had a picnic basket next to him and everything. Mr. Ranger, sir. Yeah. There's some whiny bear sitting next to him. It was- <laughs> Yo, come on, <laughs> come on, Dan. <laughs> Yo, boo boo. <laughs> so that was it. Was fun. It was fun getting to see everybody, and and uh, I think that's probably the first time Dan's hung out with Allie. Yeah, in person. Correct. I put that in quotes. In person. Yeah, that's right. Everyone was very shocked uh, to see me. Um, I kind of scared yeah. everyone. <laughs> yeah, how good looking you really are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. You know, the people awesome beard. <laughs> <laughs> people tend to have this vision in their head of i mean this i think goes for everybody what we look like if they've never seen us just based on our voice and people really have a strong vision of what they think dan looks like and looks uh, like a surfer yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah or, or that's what they think until that's they're what actually I think he, yeah they yeah. think he's got that uh cal you know yeah. california surfer accent or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. um and so they all think he looks like a surfer and they're very surprised that he's he's not and dan you've surfed how many times in your life uh zero Mm, that's right that's right that goes for me too people always like oh you're from california you surf nope never once nope. nah i mean i've boogie boarded a little bit i hate the beach so <laughs> yeah yeah so uh yeah i have i've never once surfed uh surfed but anyways it was a lot of fun and, and it brought on a uh competition they were saying that when you should do a what does dan like competition and i'm down with it so oh we yeah need work, we need to work on some details. Yeah. And everybody submit a picture of what you think Dan looks like. And uh, <laughs> what I was thinking is I'll get like a collage going, post them all on the social medias and, and label, you know, like ABC and let, let the listeners, let the uh, social people vote on which one that they think looks most like Dan having never seen Dan. Having yeah. never seen me. Yeah. He looks like a surfer. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe we can round up a couple of local beers to send to the winner or something like that. Yeah, That's, there you go. Yeah, that gets like the closest. Exactly. Either the closest or the funniest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, do we want to go Maybe closest both. or further? Yeah, furthest away from Dan. Yeah, I think probably the most honest. Yeah. Yeah. I said we do the closest <laughs> and the farthest away. Well, closest will be harder to achieve, I imagine. Because if you want to do like the furthest away, it's like get the super blonde surfer guy. <laughs> That's right. So. Uh, we'll work out some details, but yeah. guys, start sending in pictures I like of what you think Dan looks like. And if it goes over well, maybe we'll do one for uh, all of us. What does Scott look like? What do I look <laughs> like? So start doing what, what does the Marty the Brew Pup look like? We'll, yeah. we'll run through the whole crew. <laughs> I think so. mine's probably the funniest only because I'm not anywhere. You can't find me anywhere, man. There, True. There are two pictures of Dan existing that I can think of on the gram. Mm. And one is from a live show, and one comes from a segment you talked about very early on in the show's history. It's got to be the first couple months of the show's existence. Oh, okay. You sent a picture of you doing a ride-along. Oh, oh, oh that's, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. That was years ago. That, wow. No, that we're coming up on that was like four years ago. Dang. Because we're and about I have to a hit picture our four years. years on, so... <laughs> maybe maybe you're a rabbit. I don't, who knows? And and nothing else. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, man! Exactly. Just the ears, and not on his head. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, you said we're going to the Playboy Mansion. So I didn't bother <laughs> wearing any it. clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> AKA Scott's you apartment. Fell for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyways, yeah. So let's do a what does Dan look like? Send in your pictures. We'll get them all rounded up. We'll get a couple beers rounded up for the winner. And uh, we'll do a little Instagram contest maybe sometime next week or the week after, depending on how quickly you send these in. Hmm. Um, and then finally, I have been talking with uh, the people over at Weathered Soul Brewing, which is in San Antonio, Texas. You guys know the All Together collaboration beer that came out a few months ago and the proceeds... Uh, go to people in the service industry that have been affected by the corona. And I had the one from Mumford Brewing on the show. Um, so Weathered Soul Brewing has done a Black is Beautiful collaboration, similar type of thing as the All Together where they came up with the recipe and they have put it on their website. And anybody who wants the recipe, whether home brewer or brewery, can grab it from their website and make it. Uh, if you're a brewery, you have to do some donating with the profits. Here's from the website. It's the Black is, Bru- is Beautiful or Brutiful mm-hmm. initiative as a collaborative effort amongst the brewing community and its customers in an attempt to bring awareness to the injustices that many people of color face daily. Our mission is to bridge the gap that's been around for ages and provide a platform to show that the brewing community is an inclusive place for everyone of color. We ask for all breweries and brewers far and wide to raise a glass with us in unison and participate in this collaboration. In the collaboration efforts, we would like to ask for participating breweries to do the following. Donate 100% of the beer's proceeds to local foundations that support police brutality, uh, reform, and legal defenses for those who have been wronged. Choose their own entity to donate to local organizations that support uh, equality and inclusion and commit to the long-term, war- long-term work of equality. 10.3%, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> Weathered Souls is personally going to be given part of their proceeds to the Know Your Rights campaign. Uh, anyways, and it goes on to give more details. And so far over two, excuse me, over 300, 344 breweries and 30, 35 states and six countries have jumped on this collaboration. And the, uh, the maker of the recipe is the, the head brewer and co-founder of Weathered Soul. His name is Marcus Baskerville. Anyways, that was a long way of saying he's going to be on the show next week. Oh, okay. I've been talking to the brewery and He's going to come on. We're going to do a quick little interview this week and talk about the cause, talk about uh, the process of coming up with this recipe and everything around it. So look for that next week. That's going to be uh, hopefully really cool. Cool. Nice little cause to donate to and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You made a little slip of the tongue there, but I, I love that the black is beautiful. So like anybody that's brewing beer that is black, hey, let us know what you're doing, what you're making. Absolutely. And you know yeah. what's funny is I've seen some graphics on the gram where it's like black is beautiful. So I yeah, keep getting I like my, my tongue twisted yeah. there. Yeah. No, that was great. I like that. Yeah. So not the worst uh, tongue twist to make, nope. at least. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. We'll uh, we'll definitely have some of your beer on the show. That's, that is not yeah. a problem. Yeah. And send us some free ones. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, nothing like a, a pandemic and nobody making money to ask for free beer. Yeah. <laughs> right. <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah. So. Uh, before we hear about Scott's beer, you guys, uh, anything Rona or otherwise happening to you guys? Things good over there? Uh, everything's pretty decent. I mean, uh, I can just quickly say that the retail establishment that I worked at was boarded up last weekend. We in had preparation. A, correct. We had a protest right in like in our parking lot, basically. I know there's two different classes. There's a class of protesters, and then, and then there's the class of looters. But, you know, just as a precaution, uh, I guess they figured it'd be better to pay somebody to board up all the windows and doors than to get you know, everything destroyed. Right. So, yeah, it was kind of weird going to work and having all this, you know, plywood on the windows and doors and all that. And But, uh, yeah, everything went peacefully and the protest went on and, yeah, no, nothing went on. So Did you yeah. work day of the protest? I did, but later in the day. Well, actually, I guess it was still going on. They They started at the store where I work at and then march down to the city hall there in West Hollywood where you know, I live in. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I guess they were going to march back later. And that's, I think that was the fear was when they marched back that, you know, maybe they might get a little bit rowdy, but no, yeah. nothing happened. It was very non-eventful. Yeah, that's good. I was kind of following along with the, some tweets about the news with that. And um, that protest I heard stayed extremely peaceful. There was only one incident of assault where cops had to step in and arrest somebody and it sounded like more of a troublemaker than anything else but other yeah, than that probably, it was yeah. it was uh peaceful so that was good yeah glad glad to hear that uh, your store wasn't attacked 
Nope, nope. Mm-hmm. Even though they knew I was in there, they didn't attack. So. <laughs> they they should have. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. yeah, it was weird though. Like I had went to my local supermarket over here too, and it was just weird. Like as I was walking in, like the store was all boarded up, like precautionary, <laughs> and then everyone's walking in and out with these masks on. I'm like, what fucking world do I live in, man? Like, <laughs> I know what the fuck is going on here. Is there a zombie apocalypse or what, <laughs> man? Like we're like prepping for the worst over here it looks like like this is crazy escape from la you know you know what i'm saying oh mm-hmm. man they can have somebody uh play basketball to the death <laughs> like snake yep that's what's next mm-hmm. i mean the season is about to ramp up so yeah. uh it'll be a, a battle to the death um dan i gotta ask again mm-hmm. any uh any breweries or bars yet not yet hopefully this weekend okay yeah all right get it figured out yeah, <laughs> I I heard from a couple more friends that they ventured out to a, a local craft beer establishment, had some food, had some uh, had some beers, and and it was a good time. They're like, it's weird though, we're sitting in the parking lot now, like they're <laughs> trying to make as much outside space as possible. Yeah, and so like they've taken over parking spaces and put tables there that used to be inside. And like, yeah, we're just eating lunch in the parking lot now. It's really weird, but <laughs> interesting. Yeah, and that they said went really well. So I've I've yet to do it. I've still been doing like orders to go for breweries and that kind of stuff yeah i'm, I'm still doing takeout yeah yeah i haven't uh, i haven't sat down in an establishment yet so um all right anything else before we hear about some more beer good no we're good yeah all right glad to hear it let's uh let's find out what scott's drinking over there i'm drinking uh, the Stone Tangerini Express. Now, here's here's the title. Of the, now, and I found this interesting today. It's now called Stone Tangerine Express Hazy IPA. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the original title was just Stone Tangerine Express IPA. And they threw the word hazy in there. And it, good point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's good stuff. And it, ironically, it kind of tastes a little bit like tangerine. Oh. Yeah. Weird how that works. I don't say. It's yeah. crazy. I never would have thought that. But, uh, yeah, the description from Stone, this ain't no just add juice approach. This one is for adults. I got it anyway. Uh, We use this bountiful whole tangerine puree, which brings pithy, not pity, but pithy, crisp bitterness to the citrus flavor in addition to the complexities of the tangerine. The likes of which you can only get by using the whole fruit, which I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we judiciously employed just a hint of the whole pineapple, which I was the mystery fruit again. But then when they I read the description, I go, aha, pineapple, <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. For a back note, you'd likely, uh, in parentheses, you'd likely not even pick it out, which I didn't actually. Oh. Um, we're not looking for a sweet concoction to appease the... I want my beer to taste like fruit juice in parentheses. Uh, crowd, this is Stone. This is our IPAs. Taste like IPAs. Big, bold, and not for kids. And I, you know, tried some of the neighbor kids, and they were. It's, it's true. It's not for kids. They, <laughs> they weren't like a fan. It. No, they didn't like it. So, oh, yeah, well, good I, stuff. I, I mean, it's it's nice IPA with the, you know, back flavor of well, not a bag flavor, but the main flavor was tangerine, and like right. I said the, the secret was the, the pineapple. Good stuff. Yeah. I, I recently saw the uh, the name change or the addition of Hazy IPA, and it doesn't seem... I wanted to see if they changed any ingredients or if they just wanted to kind of remarket since everybody is a haze whore now. And it seems uh-huh. like it's just a, a rebranding of sorts with the same recipe. We had this uh, three years ago, I think it was, on Batch 39. I, I did a quick search, and that's oh, back really? when it okay. was... Yeah, back when it was still called just Tangerine Express before they added the Hazy IPA. That's a very recent addition so um, I guess I got an old, an old bottle because the bottle I have doesn't have the hazy in there. Well, you know what's interesting? I just went on the website real quick, and the website website doesn't have the hazy picture on it. it has the wow. old can, but I've only been seeing the new hazy cans when I'm out and about and seen it in stores. So uh, yeah, who knows? Mm. Yeah, wow. but you like? Oh, big time! Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. I mean, you got yeah. that fruit in there for sure, but it's not yeah. like Ballast Point fruit. It's good. No, 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 no. Yeah, nice review, Scott. It was very daring of you to kind of ad lib on an already long stong, uh, stone uh, <laughs> description there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after stumbling through that, yeah. right. <laughs> and he even took on judicious. Wow. Yeah, 
It's like the number one uh, way to test to if someone is drunk, ask them to say judiciously. <laughs> so, all right, nice. Uh, we got a few things to get to. Old time of the week. We'll find out what Dan's drinking here in just yeah. a second. Some sports, of course, Allie's beer. Uh, Old timey word of the week is academy. Academy is in like a, a school or something, but apparently that was a, a word for brothel. Yeah. <laughs> An academy? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. I I like those uh, those hidden names where it's like something, but it's complete something completely different. You know, right? Like, grab your friends, like, hey, fella, why don't you say we go down to the academy for a good time? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, doesn't sound weird. At, well, it does sound kind of weird because if there's kids there, yeah, Sounds I'd rather weird. go anyways, to that academy than the Academy Awards. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. I'd rather give out those Academy Awards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that'd be nice. So, uh, so anyways, old timey word is academy. Use it, uh, use it on the gram or on Twitter or something. Tag us in it because uh, who doesn't like to go to the academy? Um, all right, Dan, you ready to tell us about what you're drinking over there? Well, sure. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> hey, you got to love that NBA jam. <laughs> Never gets old. Yeah. So I'm drinking some more slow brew. And this one is the uh, Blood Orange Cali Squeeze. And uh, so this one's a 5.4% ABV, uh, 15 IBU. So kind of against what I've been, you know, what I would normally go with as far as yeah. like IPA or something. Pretty tame for Dan's liking. Exactly, exactly. Uh, 3.75 on the on Untapped and uh, from the brewery says uh, your new main squeeze. We juiced up our Hefeweizen with loads of blood orange for a citrusy twist. This infused brew strikes a unique balance of sweet and tart to brighten up your day. And it most certainly does. Uh, I'll probably say this about like uh, anything blood orange beer. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I'm pretty just all in on this stuff, man. Oh. Like, yeah, I don't know why. Like that's one fruit that uh, besides boysenberry. No, I don't like <laughs> kill those rumors. I don't like the boysenberry anymore. But the or, blood orange, it seems like anytime they put that in a beer, I'm all in. Like I, I dig it. So and this one has, you know, very pretty heavy like on the nose you can already tell like oh shit this is gonna be a blood orange this is what i signed up for and yeah. um yeah you can taste it and it's a uh, it's a good beer nice nice like summery kind of uh beer you can sip on a hot day very very and the mouthfeel is uh <laughs> it's a uh, very smooth so uh you know easy drinker and, and, yeah. it goes, and that goes along with the uh you know the I, the ibus and then the abv profile and everything so mm. yeah good stuff Nicely done. And are you a fan of blood orange just on the regular? Like, would you go eat a blood orange? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Oh, I'm, okay. a, I'm a fan of most fruits, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> just... blood orange in my beer is where it's like, all right, I can dig that. Okay. I've, I've found that there are fruits that I like added to my beer that I don't like as a fruit. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why can, I asked. Can we dive in a little bit? Sure. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Get your trunks on. Uh-huh. <laughs> get your bowler hat on. Darn it. <laughs> I hate when you tell me that. Right. Sir, get your trunks on. Just kidding. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, let's see. Mango. Mango is a fruit I don't like to eat, but I like the flavor of. Oh, really? Yeah, in a beer. Uh, oh, um, man. I like me some mangoes. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of mango as a fruit. Mm. Let me think. What else? Um, that's the one that's really coming to mind right okay. now. Uh, I, I can't ever say I've had a passion fruit in real life. <laughs> That's true. I haven't either. I don't even know if they're real fruits. I think they just exist in flavors. I thought it was like a like a type of fruit, like like a, a blood orange would be considered a passion fruit or something. You know what I mean? Like oh. it's like a classification <laughs> it of fruits. Right. No, passion fruit's a real thing. I've I've never had one. I'm trying to think what else. Um. Yeah, that's those are the two that really come to mind, especially that mango. Like, oh man, you get some nice mango in like a sour or a tart or something like that, or even some IPAs. I'm like, mm, this is great. Yeah, um, yeah. But give me a slice of mango. I'm like, mm, no thanks. Oh man, so, that's funny. I know I'm weird, but uh, yeah. All right, nice. So you're enjoying yeah. the uh, the Cali Squeezer. Right? Oh yeah, I can yeah. dig it big time. And you nice. know, and it doesn't really taste too much like a like a half really, which I'm not too big of a fan of honestly. But I think it's that blood orange that kind of drowns it out a little bit. Which is good, yeah. I have uh, I have really fallen away from the hefts. I, I just can't do them anymore. The banana is too mm-hmm. much. Very rarely will I sip on a heft now, where I'm like, mm, I'd do this again. Yeah, uh, you don't you don't get that big heft taste from this one at all. So, 
That's good. Sorry, Scott, I cut you off. No, 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 that's okay. I, I was just going to say on, on the subject of fruits, I'm not a big fruit person unless you throw it in my beer, then I'm all for mm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're ready for some vitamin C. That's right, yeah. It's, it's the it. only way you'll you'll fight scurvy. That's right. I'm a health <laughs> yeah. when it's thrown in alcohol. Right. Tangerine Express, right there. Yeah, there you go. Vitamin C. Yep. See? True that. Mm. I won't hey. eat a tangerine, but I'll drink a Tangerine Express. Exactly. You're pretty fruity over here. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, let's talk about a little sports. And now the sports brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com. Whether it's the Baltimore chop or the one-two punch, it's time for sports. It is indeed. There's been yet another. Oh, you know, before I get too far into this, there is a new cleaninguptheglass.com article. That's right. Yeah. It's, Do tell. Uh, this time I just kind of tackled the uh, whole playoff idea. Everyone's kind of throwing their ideas into a hat. I thought, why not throw my idea out there? And basically I just kind of stole Major League Baseball's like wild card idea where you the the you know the, the you'd have all three divisions in the playoffs and then you'd have the next two just kind of have a wild card game playing their way into the playoffs to play the number 1 seed. So that way you kill the, the first round. The first round essentially is just a wild card single game, which really mm-hmm. in a single game, anything can happen. And, yeah. um, you know, just kind of go from there. So, um, and I kind of just explain, you know, why I think it's a good idea. I like it. Yeah. You know, thank two you. things. One, read the article, wholeheartedly agreed with just about everything you said. Oh, thank you. Same also, here. even if you had thank the you. world's worst idea, I'd still be on board with it because I'm so fucking tired of the NBA playoffs. It's the exactly. worst format of all the playoffs. It, it's true like in 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 the you know in the in, in my article i did kind of say like you know the nfl they have 32 teams and they allow 12 teams in their playoffs mlb has 30 teams they allow like what eight and then the nba it's like they have 30 teams and they allow 16 so yeah. it's like over the half fuck? the league what are yeah. they doing over there man like come yeah it's it's way too much and that bullshit with the first round going seven games uh before it used to be five it wasn't so bad Fuck! First round at best. If you're gonna, if you need to have 16 teams, first round wild card. Yes, I we agree. already know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I know. Just make I'm it a single game. It. Yeah, we don't need you know four, you know, seven games to figure out you know that the number one's gonna squash number eight. I mean, it's gonna right. it's gonna happen. Yeah, it it takes way too long. I usually don't even watch the first round of the NBA playoffs. Nobody does. And NBA is my favorite sport, mm-hmm. but I still can't watch the first round of the playoffs. Nope, can't do so. it. No, sir, um, don't like it. Exactly. So NBA is uh, working on coming back around, and they've released some details to their uh, their latest proposal on starting the season and some timelines and, and that sort of thing. Uh, first of all, players currently living outside the country are advised to return to their team city on June 15th. Players oh, in the country, yeah, should return on June 22nd. They need to come back earlier if you're out of country in case there's mm. any sort of quarantine. Get your ass back to. home, Palcasol. Right. <laughs> Any sort of quarantine that needs to take place. Uh, not all teams will arrive in Orlando at the same time. Arrival times will be staggered to reduce the risk of infection. Uh, they expect them to arrive sometime around July 7th. Um, if a player tests positive, they will need to quarantine for at least 10 days and have two negative tests before rejoining their team. Oh, shit. The same, yeah, the same is true if a player leaves the league's Disney World campus. We discussed they'll be doing this at Wild World Sports at Disney World, uh, which will be closed off to the public. If a player leaves and returns, they will need to quarantine for at least 10 days and test negative twice before rejoining. Uh, Teams are expected to have the option to replace players who test positive by signing available free agents or utilizing their own players on two-way contracts. Uh, The transaction window may open up around June 22nd. Uh, Decision on the pool of players able to be signed has not yet been finalized, but the current thinking is it would likely be limited to players who are on NBA on an NBA roster during training camp or the regular season or on a G League roster at any point. D League, I hate saying G League. It's so stupid. <laughs> so, for example, they give DeMarcus Cousins, who was signed by the Lakers last summer, waived in February. He'd be eligible to be signed, but J.R. Smith, who was waived last summer and unsigned throughout the season, would not be. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Playoff rosters will be finalized after the eight regular season games or seeding games. Once the postseason begins, only players who test positive for COVID-19 could be replaced, and only by two-way players. If a player suffers an injury, they cannot be replaced. Free agents can't be signed at this time, which is no different than any other normal season. Player families will probably be allowed after the first round of the playoffs. Each team would have a certain amount of hotel rooms to house those family members, 
and every person will need to be quarantined likely for seven day period upon arrival to Orlando and subject to daily testing, just like team members. Um, all dates are tentative and could change, uh, but here is what it's looking like so far. Jul- July 31st, first game, August 16th and 17th, a play in tournament, August 18th, first round, September 1st, second round, September 15th, conference finals and September 30th, the NBA finals. The last possible date for a finals game seven would be October 12th. The draft is supposed to go on at uh, or on October 15th. And then looking ahead to next season, certain players have guaranteed uh, contracts date contract dates, and those would be extended and a lot of contracty things that would be uh, extended. So because there's been no season, so hmm. it only makes sense. Um, and only 22 teams are invited back to play games in Orlando, but all teams must still prepare for the draft and free agency. That's interesting. The eight that weren't allowed back, they're like, yeah, we don't want to see you ever again. <laughs> I, I did think that was interesting. It's like, you went with 22. Huh? I just said, hey, you bottom eight, fuck off. Yeah, right. I don't know how they came up with that number because it'd be 16 playoff teams and then just six, like, I don't know, that they have a chance or what the fuck's going on? Yeah, it sounds like it's the six that are, I mean, I don't know. Just right? guessing, but probably like six that are on the edge Maybe. Or, or are not mathematically eliminated if they play eight games. Yeah. Who knows? Seems silly. Yeah. A little seems bit. Kind of weird and silly. Yeah. A, lo- a bummer, too, that we won't see anybody in the finals like play with like a coronavirus the way Michael Jordan played through that flu. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been true. pretty cool. Yeah. Passing out midcourt. Did anybody see the the last dance documentary i'm i'm all the way up to episode 10 i haven't seen the last episode yet Oh, okay because now a lot of people are coming out saying a lot of the things that michael jordan said were lies oh man you know i don't know i watch it with my brother who isn't like a you know like a stupid you know nba twitter guy who says that everyone was a plumber back then but for whatever (laughs) reason i think because he was such a big kobe fan like he doesn't like that everyone says, "Oh, Kobe's a ball hog," and I think he got into this mentality was like, "Well, Michael Jordan was a fucking ball hog," and everyone's like, "Well, Kobe was mean to his teammates." Michael Jordan beat up Steve he Kerr. Was. Yeah, you know, <laughs> then it's like I don't know. It, it's really hard for me to watch it with him. Like I'll be watching it, you know, at my parents or whatever, and like he'll be watching it too, and he'll just have all this like side commentary, like, "Oh, that's fucking bullshit." He was hungover. He wasn't even sick that day, and like all this stuff. And I don't know, man. It's really funny. I've heard the well, the hangover theory, and I I'm on board with that, dude. If that happened, more respect. <laughs> what I've heard was that he had uh, uh, was the atmosphere, some kind of something with the altitude thing going on. Oh, really? Out, I think they called it the altitude flu. But yeah, they yeah. they said he's a he was a bully to his team, and <laughs> I mean, you know, who knows? Hey, it he, worked. I say he got results. So. You know, I mean, you know, I think. Uh, be, with between him and Kobe as well, maybe they are bullies, but they just they wanted to win and they're going to push their their teammates. And they didn't do anything themselves that they did not expect their teammates to do. I was just know? about to say, I think no matter how you feel about both of those guys, they would have never asked asked anything of their teammates that they exactly. would have done themselves. I mean, exactly. Kobe was always up at three in the morning in the gym working out, right. that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, and and he would have never said like, "Hey, man, get up at three and then he gets up at eight. Like that just no, would never yeah. have happened. I mean, I mean. Even when he was like going through the trial and all that, with I mean they would even I'm talking about Kobe now, but they would say like after a long road trip that the plane would arrive at four in the morning. He's like, hey, he wants to go to the gym with me. You know, he wouldn't go mm-hmm. home. He go to the gym. Yeah, right. that's but, what I, I heard mean, too. It, like it if, just, you, if you if you if you got Kobe like to go out with you, he'd say, fine, we're gonna go out, but we're practicing afterwards. And you thought you could hang out with Kobe and everything. You come back and he's banging on your door and you're hungover and yeah, it's like, oh fuck, yeah. man, like. <laughs> Well, on top of that, I heard Kobe could really hang. Like he could drink here on the yeah. table and then wake up at four in the morning and work like out. Like nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monster. And one thing I read about Kobe before he was he was old enough to drink was they were playing beer pong and you know, he couldn't drink, but he played and he didn't win. And then all of a sudden, like at four in the morning, they're hearing a noise downstairs. <laughs> they go downstairs and there's Kobe practicing beer pong because he hated to lose. Oh jeez. Dang. I believe it. I believe it too. But yeah, I mean that's it's just you know, it's this the animal. I mean, yeah, that's what wins. That's funny. You know, like championships. There was this uh, Twitter handle that I used to follow. It was a uh, Petty Air Jordan. 
So oh, I like remember a, that. Yeah. Oh, he was so good. But that was that one uh, year when my, uh, LeBron James like lost to the Warriors, and like he showed up in in that last game after they got swept with like a cast on his left hand. It was like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, yeah I, I broke yeah, it game right. one. And they said like he like punched a whiteboard or something. Which if you watch the replays of all those games, there's no evidence he broke his hand. But anyways, you know, like uh, you know, he punched a whiteboard supposedly, and then the, the day after, uh, Petty Air Jordan posted. Goats don't punch punch whiteboards. Goats punch teammates. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, it's true. Pun- he didn't punch a fire extinguisher. Yeah, he should have punched J.R. Smith. You know, maybe he would have not threw the ball away or whatever. You know, or punched him forward throwing the ball away. Exactly. There's a reason yeah. that guy isn't on a team anymore. Yeah. He doesn't know which way his own basket is. That's true. Uh, and speaking of NBA, the Spurs. This is so weird to me. Lamarcus Aldridge is now out for the rest of the season with a sh- with he just had shoulder shoulder surgery. Uh, you don't want to do that like in March. <laughs> Seems kind of weird. Well, you know, we're, here's the weird thing. Even weirder. Is this like the first year or whatever that the Spurs are going to miss the playoffs? Um, I don't know. They are invited back. They're part of those 22 teams. I don't know where they are okay. in the standings. I didn't look that up. Cause it's just weird to think that they're already mathematically eliminated. So it wouldn't even really matter. If well, he, if they are, then maybe that's why he's doing it now. It's probably fuck it, you know. Maybe, maybe they found out it's only going to be eight games. We have no chance of coming back. Right. Go get your surgery. I will say though, like to your point, Tim Duncan wouldn't have waited till now to do it. You know what I mean? Come on, like yeah. well, do it in March, and you might have been able to play. I know that they didn't know when they would return. That's true. But do it in March, and you might be able to return whenever the season resumes. And now mm. it's like now he may miss the beginning of the next season. Who knows? Yeah, man, it just seems weird. Seems weird so timing. Weird. Um, what else? Oh, so MLB, as we've discussed, has been going back and forth with proposals and the owners trying to dick the players out of money, blah, blah, blah. And people keep telling me like, oh, but they're millionaires. I'm like, yeah, but they still agreed to a contract. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the latest proposal from uh, the MLB side of things. Players would receive 50% of their daily rate based on their full salary. Players would receive an additional $93 million or 50% of the national media revenue that MLB anticipates generating. If the World Series is played to completion, if only the Division Series is completed, players re- and by players, it's not each person; it's you know a pool of money. If only the Division Series is completed, players would receive fifty million. If Division Series and LCS are completed, then they would receive a hundred million. Uh, players will not be required to pay back twenty percent of the one hundred seventy million advance from the March twenty sixth agreement. Expanded twenty twenty one postseason. Uh, to as many as eight teams per league with the commissioner able to relocate the postseason to neutral sites. Um, 2021 offseason, no qualifying offer and thus no draft pick compensation for that. Teams that lose a free agent who signs elsewhere for one year for at least $17.8 million or multi-years for $35 million will receive pick compensations, uh, but the signing club will not lose draft picks. Spring training of at least 21 days including COVID-19 screening with teams picking either their home city or spring training site to host. Uh, A 76-game season would begin approximately July 10th and end September 27th with MLB able to relocate teams to neutral sites, spring training sites, or other clubs' homes for health and safety reasons. Excuse me. The commissioner retains the right to suspend or cancel the season or postseason if restrictions on U.S. travel are imposed or there are changes that put the health and safety of players and other staff in danger. And all players can, this is interesting, all players can opt out of playing. Those who qualify as high risk may elect not to play and would be treated as injured and received full pay and service time, but not count against the club's roster. Any player not deemed high risk who does not play would be placed on the restricted list for the season and would not receive salary or service time for 2020. High risk for COVID-19? Uh, you know, usually that belongs to old people, but yes. uh, could also be if you're like immunocompromised or something like that, or maybe if they have a kid who is immunocompromised. I don't know how deep that goes for high oh. risk or their you know definition of high risk. Yeah, that's really weird because I was just got done talking to my brother about that where we're, I was saying they should have just been playing basketball this whole time. Like the oldest player is like what Vince Carter, who's like 41, maybe. But he's he's like in better shape than all of us, you know what I mean? So like he's not at we risk for anything. Set out half his uh, career, so you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. it's like you know they should have just let those dudes play because they could have got the coronavirus flex and it would have went away. You know what I mean? They're they're that <laughs> in shape. 
but uh i don't know i guess sam lb's got something else going there that you know people can be high risk i guess that's weird yeah i'm sure it's all about lawsuit not being sued for mm. making their players travel and they could be the rona and all that kind of thing yeah the problem with mlb which is what i read today is you, you got the owners and the the players union going back and forth and not being able to agree they're almost to the point where they just like have to say you know what fuck it we'll just start up next year yeah, they're almost at that point of canceling. I mean, yeah. the owners are being so fucking stingy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, man, you're going to make so much money off these TV deals because people are begging for sports right now. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the problem that I have when, you know, people say, well, look at the players that make so much money. It's like, well, then what the fuck is the owner's problem? Because they make even more money than the fucking right. players. And they're the ones always bitching that they want more. You know what I mean? So also, they're the ones that sign that player. Exactly. They didn't have to sign Kershaw for $34 million a year. Exactly. That's ex- I've always had that problem, you know? Like, the owners are always like, well, we, we pay to these players too much, and nobody fucking told you to pay yeah. Richard Lewis $400, $400 million. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what are you fucking doing? Fucking Timothy Mozgov, another $200 million? <laughs> Nobody well, told dang. you to do that. Yeah, let's give Lou Dang a nice contract. Jesus too, Christ, right. man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, a little football news. Vikings running back Dalvin Cook says he's holding out for a more reasonable contract. He's only set to make $1.3 million next year, while uh, Kirk Cousins is set to make thirty. <laughs> so I'd hold out, too, if I were him. Yeah. And then, uh, finally, Connor McGregor has retired for the third time in four years. How nice. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Just I was thinking about the monotony of retiring three or four times or whatever, but... To be that young and be able to retire, that's pretty cool. I guess so. I mean, three, three times. Three times. Three times. Jesus Looks Christ. Like the Brett Favre of UFC or something. Yeah, the Magic Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going to retire, come back, retire, come back. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it for sports. Let's, uh, let's say we class things up a little bit over here. This one's a classy dame with a great palate. It's Beer Babe of the Week. It is indeed. Uh, you can find her on the gram at, all one word, Craft Beer Bay, B-A-E, right. with an extra E at the end. So it's Craft Beer B-A-E-E, Craft Beer Bay. Uh, she's from the L.A. area. She's drinking her way through some tasty LA and then beyond beers in this picture she's drinking something from McKellar and a big fan of McKellar and some of the beers they're putting out so make sure you do yourselves a favor and go follow beer of the beer babe of the week at craft beer bay on the grams all right let's uh let's head down to San Diego check in with Allie and see what she's drinking right now Hi, gentlemen. It's Allie. I miss you guys so much. I haven't stopped by for a beer in a little bit, so I figured we were overdue. I've currently been crushing on New Grass Brewing, which is a microbrewery in Shelby, North Carolina. They sent me some really amazing beers, and I thought today would be a good day to have Shortcake Oat Shake, which is a fruited sour IPA. It's 100% oat strawberry fruited sour IPA with vanilla and lactose with an ABV of 6%. Immediately when I crack the can, I can get the sense of the strawberries. It's very, very powerful. As I'm pouring it out, it has a very thick, opaque, brownish color Nice fluffy head, kind of looks like a milkshake. Go figure. Let me have a drink. Wow, the strawberry is very apparent. I can pick up on the vanilla. The oat gives it a very smooth, solid mouthfeel. Kind of feels like I'm drinking a strawberry milkshake for grown-ups, which is always pretty fun. You know the rules. Everybody knows the rules. One drink, one drink only. Just kidding. How does that guy say on Barstool Sports? So out of the two beers I've had so far from Newgrass, they are 100% in my book. This beer is amazing, totally crushable. I'm just a big fan of the brewery in general. When they sent me a care package, they sent me some of their best beers, some glassware, and even a homemade pecan bar. Or is it pecan? (laughs) 
Either way, I am totally crushing on this brewery right now. I just think they're so amazing. So special shout out to New Grass Brewing Company. Go give them a follow on the gram. Tell them Ali sent you. Gentlemen, I really enjoyed our Zoom chat the other day. It'd be really great if we could get together again and share some beers. Hope everybody's doing well, staying safe, sending lots of love and good vibes from California just all over the world right now. I think we all just need a little bit of it. Thanks so much, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers to Allie. Thanks for hanging out with us again. Coming back. We missed you, Allie. Indeed. Um, yeah. Just like Scott having his grown-up beer today, uh, Allie had her grown-up strawberry oh, yes, milkshake. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, she asked, is it pecan or pecan? I don't, what do you guys say? Depends on where you live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd say pecan. I say pecan here. Yeah, pecan. Pecan pie. Yeah, pecan pie sounds weird. Pecan pie. I, think I had a pecan the pie today. is pecan. I yeah, know. I think so. I pecan sounds like a peacock. <laughs> right. Or like they're peeking in something. Hey, yeah. stop pecan. Stop peeking in the can. Yeah. Pecan. So. Pecan yeah. pie. Pecan. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's good. Al- Allie's in California. It's pecan. Yes. Um. All right, Allie, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for coming Absolutely. back. Make sure you follow her on the grams at Allie and Kelly. Yeah, I know. Someone's got to make us look smart. Yeah. Um, got to change our name to like the unfiltered gentle people <laughs> to include Allie in this <laughs> oh, thing or yeah. something. That's true. Yeah. It was really nice uh, meeting her actually kind of face to face on the Zoom too. So. Yeah. Zoom face to Zoom face. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It was nice hanging out. We'll have to do yeah. that again. It was past my bedtime. Sorry. Yeah. I think it was three in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. You were long Way passed out. <laughs> Yeah, you're having oh. dinner at that time. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Denny's. Yeah. yeah. Early bird special. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, make sure you follow her on the gram at Allie in Cali, A-L-L-Y dot I-N dot C-A-L-L-Y. All right, let's uh, do a little news before we head on out of here. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. A little good news in the beer world. Wholesaler beer purchasing it was way up in May over April. They uh, exceeded expectations. So wholesalers are finally starting to recover and buy more beer from breweries. Glad to hear that. That's good. Yeah, I've noticed that too. Like my 401k started to kind of go up finally. I was like, oh, thank God, man. Like, Thanks to all the beer purchasing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's because that's all I fucking uh, invest in. So <laughs> That's a great portfolio you've got yep, over there. It's all beer. beer. I'm mm-hmm. trying as hard as I can to make you rich, Dan. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Working on uh, diversifying your bonds over here. <laughs> Wu-Tang Financial. That's right. <laughs> um, craft beer seasonals. So seasonal releasings, you know, summer seasonal beers and that kind of things. Uh, growth is slower than the overall rest of the craft beer segment right now due to the corona. And breweries oh. are starting to ditch their seasonal offerings because of it. So a lot of breweries who are gearing up to brew some of their uh, summer beers or yeah. early fall beers. They're scrapping those plans and sticking with their core beer because uh, you don't know how it's going to go and they want to waste a bunch of beer. That's yeah. right. Got to yeah. got to bring out the big guns. Yep. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting to see and, and hopefully things recover because some of my favorite beers are seasonal beers. It's uh, true. Shout out to Integrin who on Father's Day will be releasing the Rossenmar for the second time. Oh. Whew, that is a good summer beer. Lawnmower beer. Um, and Constellation brands, specifically Modelo and Corona, are looking to face some uh, empty shelves due to the Rona situation. Beer production in Mexico was uh, severely hit because of the Rona, oh. and so these two brands were hit, and they're thinking that there might be a couple weeks of some empty shelves as they try and catch Uh-oh. back up and open up their breweries again. Well, a bunch wow. of dummies weren't buying Corona anyways because they thought they were going to get the virus <laughs> from it. So. Mm-hmm. I'm all for not buying Corona because it tastes awful, <laughs> yeah. but uh, not buying it because of the, the disease, the, the illness. Uh, you're an idiot. That's right. Yes. Um, and it, if I'm going to go Mexican beer between those two, I am absolutely going Modelo. I'll drink yeah. Modelo, have a couple tacos. That's a good time. That's right. What's your guy's favorite like cheap Mexican beer? That's like, a good question. Oh, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going with, yeah. with Victoria. Mm. yeah i don't know why maybe because it's like a little more out there or something and i think i'm cool drinking it but that's <laughs> i don't know it just tastes a little more bolder i guess it's probably well you're cool same, no matter but, what oh well that's right. true you're i cool do surf. surfer i know yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know if i've had victoria no yeah um, you could do worse i guess for a cheap okay. mexican beer I yeah think I, I think either. i would 
I would probably go either Dosakis or Pacifico. Yeah, Pacifico is another bad, good yeah. one. Yeah, Modelo's I fine. Victoria was a hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, <I> love Victoria. <laughs> Modelo's fine. Corona, I I will drink just about any other alcohol in the world over Corona. Yeah, Cosine. Even that. Coors. Oh yeah, I'd take a Coors. I'd take really? any of those. Oh yeah, any of those cheap Coors Bud, whatever. Oh, man. Over a, a Corona, I cannot stand Corona, and that's yeah, would... that's not like a snobby thing. I've always hated Corona. Damn, I don't know. That's a close one for me, only yeah. because like taste wise, you're probably right. But I don't know why, man. Like cheap domestic, like gives me a, a headache every time. Like I don't. It doesn't matter. I can have one, and I'll have a headache the next day. So interesting. Yeah, it's terrible. Nothing will give me stomach rot like Bud Light Lime. <laughs> oh God, that is the worst. I mean, I I don't want to trash any beer because I know the millions of people that listen to us. I don't want to, you know, you don't want to offend anybody. Persuade them, right? But probably my least favorite would be Coors. I would drink uh, Corona before I drink Coors. Mm-mm, can't do it. Well, give me that banquet beer any day <laughs> over the Rona. There you go. Uh, and then finally, I thought we'd end on this: a little uh, drunk Uno. You know the game Uno, the card game Uno. Oh yeah. I found this today looking for stories. And there's a drunk version of Uno. Uh, it starts off with the basic rules. You know, you you pick your cards, you try to match them on top, blah, blah, blah. If you if you know how to play Uno, you're good. Mm-hmm. And then here's where the booze comes in. Oh. <laughs> if you've got an action card applied to you, you're required to take shots. Oh. So uh, you can put whatever you want in your shot glasses. You pick. Do you. So if you get a draw two, you must draw your two cards and then take one shot. If you get a draw four, draw your four cards and take two shots. Oh, man. If you're skipped, you must take one shot. And if the reverse is thrown in there, the person reversed takes two shots. God damn. And if you win, lucky you, the winner then gets to pick a person to take three shots. Oh, man. Just a little way to spice up your Corona game night. Damn. I got to tell you, that game's hard enough sober. I can't imagine trying to drink after, like, play it after, oh, like, three shots or whatever. Yeah, With all those rules, uh, yeah, I just start taking shots every time. I can't imagine that would last very long. I mean, Mm-mm. there's no one way. One round. Yeah, one round and you're fucked one up. One game and everyone's trashed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Good your turn. Lord. Opie's on the floor. Okay. Well. Yeah. Skip him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take two shots later. <laughs> you wake up the next morning, bro. You owe us 11 shots. Oh. <laughs> Going back to sleep. Uh, that's it for us. Thanks for joining, everybody. Uh, if you want to find us, it's theunfilteredgentleman.com on the socials at the unfiltered gentleman, except for Twitter at unfiltered gents. Drunk dial us 805 538 beer. That's 2337. And um, yeah, hang out with us. Let us know if you want to do a Zoom happy hour. We'll, we'll step one of these up again. We'll, we'll let it go a little bit longer this time. I'll, I'll pay for an account, maybe. That way we can go for the longer than the free amount of time so let us know if you're interested we'll do it again uh i think that's everything thanks for hanging thanks for listening thanks for drinking along and i hope everyone's staying safe out there so in addition to being safe stay hydrated on that note good night everybody